the book of Mark chapter 9 I'm reading from verse 17 to verse 24. Bugenya Mark chapter 9 verse 17 to 24. Then one of the crowd answered and says, "Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit, and wherever it seizes him, it throws him down, he foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth and becomes rigid." So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out but they could not. So here's a man uting inenga and have a child who is tormented by a demon. Whether he saw the disciples casting out demons or he saw something of the ability in them. The Bible says he took his son to these guys. Now mind you this child has been having this problem for many years. And this man has had faith for many years that his son will be healed. On this particular day, he sees these men who seem to have the ability in them to help his son. He takes further courage after many disappointments. He takes his son to the disciples. They fail to cast the demon. Put yourself in his shoes. After I've seen and hoped that if I go there to that man, to that church, to that place, I will finally get my answer. And the people I thought they have the power. But to bow in a kinale to live on a limata. Nothing. Nothing. And then Jesus comes. Jesus water. The man says. They failed me. Listen to Jesus. The Bible says he answered him. And said. Oh faithless generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Then they brought him to him. I like the interpretation. He answered him. They brought him. And then Bamutisa. Who's the day? And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him. And he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father, How long has he be, this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. From? So this man has tried and tried from childhood. And often he has thrown him both into the fire. Now you who have kids, think about it. You don't even want your child to hold a candle. This one was thrown. And into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion and help us. I have gone to so many pastors, so many churches. I thought in this church they will love me. For five months of attending that church, I felt lonely. I am coming to you, Cosmo City. 
if you can do anything because in any case i expect you not to love me as others have not loved me how khona dirasing mara le tenke na lshofa ka se dirisepe ka ya ka ba i expect to come here in your church and still be an outcast like where i come from ke sole fela ke tlhotla mo ke re ke ya lona ke tswe le pele go nna ya that cosmos it if you can do something and have compassion lona tswa le ka ke cosmos it ga le khona ngutlwele mbothoko how he says if you can ore ha le khona That is a problem if you are talking to God. Ya no eo ke bothata ha o gwa le modimo. He says to Jesus, "Ore go Jesu, ha o khona can. Ha o ka khona, I thought they can. Ke ne ke na ganne gore bone ba ka khona. Clearly they can't. Em papa pale. I assume you can. Ke go ke na ganna go wena go ka khona. Jesus said to him, "If you can believe." Jesu ore go wena, ha wena o dumela. All things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, "Lord, I believe, help my unbelief." This home affairs issue. has stolen my time. It was a
who are unbelieved believers. Unbelieving Christians. Christian unbelievers. And that is where the relationship of the church with Jesus comes into play. So Jesus says to this man. You are part of an unbelieving generation. Despite your act of faith that's amazing isn't it the guy took an action when Jesus addresses him he says oh unbelieving generation the same man after looking at his heart he says indeed Lord I believe. But I also have unbelief. I'm an unbelieving believer. So here's a question. Are we here in Cosmo as you sit there? Are you a believing believer? Or an unbelieving believer? How, we, how do we believe in Jesus? Firstly, the Bible says, Bible. and I, I took that so that you follow through the scripture, Acts chapter 16. Acts 16. Then, I'm reading from verse 29, where Paul and Silas were jailed. It says, then he called for a light, ran in and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and says, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. How are we saved? Believe in the Lord Jesus. Romans 10, 9 to 10 says, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. When we have confessed we become born again when we believe. Now you there saying? So we become what? Believers. Because we are born again. Are you hearing me say? So because you are a believer through rebirth believing unto salvation does not make you a believer by lifestyle. This is where now it says, and the just shall live by faith. They are made just 
by tepi. They are made righteous. Basiamis. They are made believers. Ba 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 do made. Benzo amakola. Badi badi amakola kujeso. Now when you believe you are a believer but you are an unbeliever are you still staying? Oh. Then I'm preaching to myself as well. Because there are things that I'm trusting God for. I'm trusting for me and you to change. So being a believer by birth does not make you a believer by actions and life. It is not faith unto salvation that gets you through in life. But it is daily living by faith that gives you victory. Are you there, sir? Who's that? Are you there? So Jesus has many divine abilities that he wants to share with us. And of those few things, here's the few ones I want to share with us. So number one, Santa, unbelieving believers have deficiencies in them. There are things in their lives. They are born again but because they do, they don't recognize certain things. And they are not consistent in those things. Their lack of consistency makes them unbelievers. So there are a few things that I want to highlight that when you think about am I a believer? So let's to, let's 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 explain it this way. Now we are saying you must be twice a believer. You are a Believing believer. So, now that you have believed in Christ, you are a believer. But we also want you to be a believer who lives by faith. So when we say twice a believer, so number one, the one thing that you need to remember to have faith in Jesus is that you get born again. To live by faith in Jesus, what must you believe now? There's many things I just said. Number one is that Jesus is the living word of God. Yeah. If you don't believe Jesus is the living word, the word is the only thing that God promises to fulfill in your life. So look at this. In Psalm 1, it says, The Lord is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Are you there? 
Counsel is words you receive, right? No stands in the path of sinners, no sits in the in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of God. What is the law of God? The word of God. Now this is what does he do about the way? He meditates on it day and night. Ne? I just want to rush to get to the last part. It says, and whatever he does shall prosper. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 it says the book of the law must not depart it says you must do it and then listen to the condition for then you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success James chapter 1:25 it says but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty you are bound how the bible says your freedom is in the perfect law which is the word of god and it says if you continue in it listen to the last part this one will be blessed in what he does then the bible says in second timothy 3:16 says the word of God is so good for you so that when you have meditated when you have done it not only will you be equipped it says you will be complete but if you don't believe in the word of God we can pray for you here. You can fall. And have a gunga. But I tell you. Your situation won't change. Because God watches over his ways. To do it. And then when we try to help you with the word of God. When we are. Yeah. When you try to help yourself with so peace. Even those ones are applicable, Lady Vaseline. Even those ones. It's Go and meditate. The verses are there. The next one is that Jesus is ever present to you and identifies with you. Go and I get the verses are there. Yes, the, the only thing I want to take out of that is that Jesus says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. there's no point putting your trust in men when you already know that people change. It doesn't matter how much you trust a person. Jeremiah 17 verse 5 says cast is the man who relies on other men and makes the flesh his strength don't believe this 
What's my diamond? I'm a nigga who trust. Yes. Maye, maye, guwe. Mubegi chamba lako. Ebanji. Had you just read the Bible, if the Bible says, love them. This year, trust, when I came up with it, it says, trust in the Lord. We must trust one another acceptably enough to be human. We must trust one another such that when we are disappointed, it's okay. It's being human. Life continues. Then we don't have hatred. Then we don't have anger issues. Then we don't have guilt. How can I be so stupid? No, your stupidity was not to trust. It was to over trust beyond what you should be. You can't work with people you don't trust them. But don't trust them such that when they disappoint you, your life falls apart. Trust them so that when they disappoint you, life continues. Should I finish the last two? Yeah. Okay. I get a diversity in what so here's the, the, the next one. Jesus is able. Whatever your expectations of Jesus are. Ephesians 3.20 says. To him who is able. He is able. Look, we mess up our lives, right? Who has not messed up his own life? Wow. So this church is like me. You are all messers. <laughs> it doesn't matter the extent when we put our expectation on Jesus. Jesus can turn it around. But you know why he can't? It's because you turn around. You turn your back against him. My situation, my situation is over church now. It's way, it's too tough. If Jesus can't help you, can I submit to you today? There's nothing we can do. Maybe you should find another church where they have another miracle outside Jesus. Honestly. Yeah. You remember that king who said to that woman, the woman in, in the book of Kings, the woman who said, This, my friend, said we must boil my child and eat. We ate my son yesterday. Today we are supposed to eat her son. She has hidden him. And the king says, If God does not help you, I cannot find help for you. Jesus Bazalan is able. It's just that you are too quick when to run away from him. Can I remind you? I am not responsible for your faith. 
I'm not responsible for your relationship with Jesus. I'm not responsible for your breakthrough. Jesus said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? Am I the Son of Man? Look at me. Do I look at you? Or maybe I am. I'm a son of a certain man. But Jesus was saying himself. Do you believe in the Son of Man? And then listen to the next thing. Go, your faith has healed you. Are you there, Don't run away from Jesus. The last one. Jesus loves you deeply and eternally. There's, there's lots of verses there. But here's the one thing I want to drive. When you feel unloved, and you are truly unloved by people, if you feel unloved by God, it's because you are rejecting His love. God has saved drug addicts. Has saved prostitutes. God has saved people who were counted out by their generation. Jesus was challenged to have a prostitute stoned. It was God in man, in Jesus, who came. And it was him who said in the Old Testament, stone the prostitutes. It was his word that was, was violated. And they were not even aware that they are asking God about his way. They say it is written. Kill the prostitutes. But eternal love said mercy instead of justice. Jesus loves you despite of you. But it is up to you to receive his love. To respond to his love. To say, Jesus, I may not love you as I should. But your love, I take advantage, I receive it. Just because you don't love Jesus, the way you should does not mean that Jesus does not love you the way he does. And that's the difference between a person who has an understanding of God's love. God does not love you because you love him back. He loves you because he loves you. For God so loved when there was the world did not love him. Whilst we were sinners. So where do we get this idea that now God is going to love me if I love him back? 
We need to love him back. But loving him back is not a prerequisite for him loving us. That is why we keep telling you God will love you to hell. You can reject him and reject him and die and go to hell. God will still love him. It's just that in hell there's nothing he can do for you. So are you sitting here and for some reason people in this church have treated you like a nobody. We have not treated you like a, a, a sheep of Jesus. Maybe even the person sitting next to you did not even greet you. That's why I was making them a favor to greet you so that when we get to this point, they can say, ah, I greeted you. <laughs> Remember, all things said and done. Jesus, Jesus loves you deeply. And eternal. Shall we stand up?